From the traditional and unceded territory of the Clay Claytone First Nation and the heart of Northern BC, welcome to the CNC Podcast. 50 years, 100,000 alumni. At CNC, we're learning together, changing lives and creating futures. Welcome to the CNC Podcast. I'm Mark Cargillotto. Number crunching, bean counting, finance and accounting skills are valuable in business, not-for-profits, or the public sector. And being a chartered professional accountant is a very well-paying field. In BC, an average CPA can make about $108,000 a year. But there are many different streams of accounting that you might want to think about. CNC offers several of them, and that's why we have our guest here today to unpack accounting and give you some paths that you might want to consider. Sharon Bourassa is an accounting instructor here at CNC, and we're thrilled to have you here on the CNC podcast. Welcome. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Can you tell me about your journey into accounting? Why did you choose it? Well, I've always enjoyed accounting. Uh, I took accounting in high school. There was one accounting course that I, I liked. But that being said, when I went to university, I wasn't totally sure what I wanted to do. And I did get a Bachelor of Arts in Economics. And it was only after that that I veered towards the accounting path. And after I received my Bachelor of Arts in Economics, I worked in the field of accounting and I really enjoyed it. And that's, I, I realized that I wanted to go to school to formalize that education. So why accounting? Like what, what draws you to working with numbers and balance sheets and things like that day in, day out? I've always found it really interesting. I like the organization behind it. I've, I find that when you look at financial statements, it tells a story about a company. There's all the transactions that lead up to the financial statements, but the statements themselves can tell you about the company, can tell you about the management of the company, can tell you about um, the different choices that they make. It's, I just find it all very interesting. Now, what kind of accounting have you done? Have you been in government? Have you been in business or industry or what exactly? So for me, I've always stayed with industry. And um, that's one path of accounting is to work in industry. That would be a position like a controller, a um, finance and accounting manager, a CFO. Those are the types of positions. Or the other path would be towards audit and insurance and tax, which is you would find CPAs that work for public accounting firms choosing that path. So can you tell me about some misconceptions of accountants? I mean, I looked online and people said, okay, accounting is all about math or accounting is boring or you're going to be burning the midnight oil and doing very, very long hours as an accountant. So what do you think are the big ones that you tell your friends? Well, I find today that with accounting, it's not, you're not burning the candle at both ends. I find that most of the companies are very much about having a balanced lifestyle, uh, more so now than, than decades ago. So I think it's very catering to most people's lifestyle. And, um, it's, uh, and again, depending on the path that you choose, if you choose to go uh, the tax path, then you're going to have busier times during the year from January to April. It's a busier time. Who makes a good accountant, do you think? What are the skills that are transferable? Well, 
Uh, and again, back to the question about the misconceptions, a lot of people feel that they would not be a good accountant because maybe they're not a numbers person and they're not good at math. And for those people, if they find accounting a path that they would be interested in and the only thing holding them back is perhaps they don't feel that they're good enough with numbers or their math skills are weak, I encourage those people to take a math course here at, at CNC. We have some incredible instructors that can make what might seem to be challenging to be much easier. And I think that for a lot of people who have that misconception that you have to start off being good with numbers, you don't. You can learn how to be good with numbers. So what are the other things that you need to be good at? I mean, you, you mentioned that, that one can acquire that number yes. skill, but what are the other things? You also talked about statements telling a story. What, what do you think? Yeah, well, you do... You have to be able to pay attention to detail, but that being said, I've worked with accounting clerks. I've managed accounting departments in the past where some accounting clerks are very, very detail-oriented. Um, they might be slow and meticulous, whereas other accounting clerks might be um, less uh, less um, with attention to detail and quicker, and there's value in both styles, Absolutely. Now, there are different streams at CNC. Can you, if someone has relatively little time, can you talk about an example course that they might do to get into an accounting or finance-related job? Yeah, absolutely. If somebody is, has limited time and if they want to veer towards the accounting path, then I would definitely recommend the Accounting and Finance Diploma Program. It, it is designed as a full-time two-year diploma program, but it doesn't have to be taken that way. You do have 10 years to complete programs here at the college. And I would encourage them to start maybe with the business math. There are um, lots of first-year courses that they could start with, depending on where their interests lay. And just jump in. Now, with that two-year diploma, what kind of doors does it open? Are there particular jobs that someone would be really well-suited for when they're coming out? Absolutely. There's lots of jobs. There's lots of opportunity. Right now, the demand for accounting clerks is extremely high, and employers are looking for, for, for employees that have that educational background. So if you're in the program here, the types of jobs that you would be eligible for would be an accounting clerk, uh, accounts receivable clerk, payroll clerk. Um, uh, uh, lo- there's lots of there's lots of entry level positions that are available depending on the company. So, do people then once they get that skill, do the work and then can subsequently upgrade and advance beyond that, or how does that work? Yeah. So, if the accounting and finance diploma is completed and they have their diploma, and if they want to continue on with on the accounting path, they can, from there, they can get their degree. They can um, go for their accounting degree. And once you have a degree, you can enroll in the CPA program and get the CPA designation. You do need a degree for the CPA designation, which brings us to our second program that we have, which is the post-baccalaureate program. Yeah, do tell about that because you'd mentioned that you did your degree in economics. I did my bachelor's degree in political science. So how would this post-baccalaureate program apply in a case, in either of our cases, for example? So if you have a degree, but if it's not in accounting, then you, the degree requirement has been met. However, if it's not in accounting, you don't have that base level knowledge that's required to 
start with the CPA program. So what we have is we have the post-baccalaureate program here, the post-bac program, for the students who have a degree that's not in accounting. So they can take the courses, and it's um, the prep the preparatory courses for the CPA program. And once the post-bac program is completed, you can then enter the CPA program to obtain that designation. And that's a couple of years as well then? It is. It is. Um, but it if your degree, so you may have a degree in, in forestry, you may have a degree in, in economics or political science, and that's okay because the post-bac program here will give you that accounting-based knowledge that you need for the CPA program. This might be a tough one to answer. Um, how does someone tackle accounting if they have done, say, the diploma or if they're doing the degree path? Like, what would, who might be best suited for either of that first two years or getting that degree and then doing this additional coursework that you're suggesting? Uh, for employment opportunities, are we thinking? Uh, employment, enjoyment of work, op- options that might come up in terms of advancement too? Yeah. So, I mean, everybody has a different story. Everybody's living a different life. So for some people, the accounting and finance diploma is is good and that's where, where they want to be. If, you're, um, if you have a very busy life and you don't have a lot of time to devote to work and studies, then the accounting and finance diploma might be where you want to stay. If you're, if you want to be a little bit more aggressive, then from there you can continue on to get your accounting degree from from a degree granting institution, and then from there you can move on to the CPA program. Now, as a CPA, there's even more opportunities that open up. And again, you can be looking at a CFO position, a controller position, a um, accounting manager position. There's lot, lots of opportunities out there. Yeah. And I guess it's important to also note that CNC can get people started when it comes to that degree as well, in terms of doing university transfer. Absolutely. Yeah, getting that yeah. degree and then coming back and that that's that laddering approach or learning across a lifetime. That's all important stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So I do recommend the accounting and finance diploma program here and using that as your base towards the degree. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. How do you think accounting is changing or has changed through your career? And what are some of the skills that are important as as people go through that and expect more change? Technology has changed so much. So a lot of companies are moving to web-based programs. Uh, Companies are also very data-driven, much more so than they were, say, 20 years ago. So data analytics is big. It's, um, It's all about manipulating data. And again, with technology... We need to stay on top of technology. We have, um, yeah, so things are changing. Cryptocurrency are now becoming um, more normal within a business. So there's um, there are a lot of changes as each decade passes. So you basically need to always be on top of your skills always. then. Always. Yeah. And we are SCPAs. We do um, hours, 20, 20 hours per year, or it's actually on a rolling scale. So, But we do have professional development that we are required to maintain so that we do stay on top of the changes. Wow, that sounds great. Yeah. Well, a lot of exciting uh, opportunities in that in accounting, and uh, we really hope that uh, people might be able to uh, learn from you or learn from others in the program, and we're grateful for your time. Thank you so much for joining us on the CNC Podcast. You're very welcome. For more about CNC's programs, visit our website, cnc.bc.ca. Thank you to Taryn Johnson and Dustin Ruth for producing the CNC podcast. We welcome your comments and ideas for episodes. Please contact us at communications at cnc.bc.ca. 
Thanks for listening to the CNC podcast and have a great day.